Chani. I'm at Lottie's. And you're listening to Meet Us at Molly's. And I'm excited about today's show because it's going to rock. going to be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's going to be a hell of a ride. Shy Hearts, hello. Welcome to episode 277 of Meet Us at Molly's. This is a special one. We're not doing a rewatch. Our rewatch is over. I am so pumped for this episode. I don't know about you two, but of course, Bryna is here, but we are also joined by a very dear friend of the pod, this is our fifth year doing this. Can you believe this? Oh my God. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, I cannot remember your title at the moment, but it, it's Variety's <laughs> Emily Longaretta. We love her so much. Hi, Emily. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be back. I cannot believe it's been five. We've done this five years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's bizarre. I just don't. Uh, wow. That's what is time. You've been stuck with us for that long now. I love it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I always get to come back. It's because we have so much fun. This is our favorite. This yeah. this is just a great one. So as always, it's it's our fifth annual Hallmark Christmas movie episode. I love it. Yay. I love it so much. Uh, yeah. So we always like to start with a little bit of news. And there hasn't been much news, but there there's two little bitty pieces that dropped like yesterday and today. It's Thursday when we're recording this. So um, TV Line dropped their first look exclusives at the premieres of Fire and PD. Mm-hmm. So the fire one generated some buzz. The PD one generated some frustration. So, you know. Tell me your frustration first, because I'm so curious. Well, the season, okay, Brian, I don't know if you got the same thing off reading it, because this was just this morning that it dropped, but it sounds like the premiere is just putting Haley through more hell. Yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like, but. I'm very nervous. (laughs) I'm very nervous of, like, I know what did the showrunner said that there was a lot of growth and change coming for Haley, mm-hmm. but w- what hasn't she already been through enough growth? I feel like she's, she's good. Like stop right. giving this woman. I don't know. She's been through it. Right. Like, and like, she's about to leave. So like, why are we going to torture her again? Just to then like torture her as we send her out the door. Like why? <laughs> why? I mean, hopefully it'll be a positive season. I'm very curious how it turns out with how her exit will be handled. Hopefully better than Halstead's was. Yeah. I got the vibes from that article that Upstead might not end up being endgame at the end of the season. She might go in another direction. You know, I wouldn't be upset with her because the way that we all, that Halstead has been handled, she kind of, I would leave him. Like, what? What? They're not, that's not a marriage. So I don't, I shouldn't say that, but I do think, I mean, I would love to see them end up together, but Haley kind of deserves better. I feel like it's one of those things where it's like in real life, if Haley was our friend, we tell her, yeah, no, don't go back to him. Leave that man. But like, because this is television, we're like, no, she needs to, they need to end up together. They're end game. Like, obviously, but like in real life, we'd be like, no, forget him. Like he's toast. We're done. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm very curious how much she's going to be in this season. How heavy that storyline is going to be. I'm very, I, I know nothing. I haven't seen anything. Usually I see a little early, but obviously this, this uh, year has been a little weird, um, but they are the first shows back. So I'm hoping to get a, get an episode here soon. Here, a little, little sneak peek. You, you and us both. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so that, that's what that sounds like. Although with the theme being new possibilities, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to like Berzik's new possibility being like getting married. I'd be cool with that. I love that. Yeah. I would love to see a happy wedding. 
Like, wouldn't that be so nice to see I like an we need that. nice wedding? I think we need that. Yeah, we deserve it. We yeah. deserve it. <laughs> it's too bad yeah. happiness is not allowed on Chicago PD. <laughs> Only on one show at a time. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. So one show at a time, but that's the preview from PD. The preview from Fire, um, they're saying that we will apparently get the scoop on whether Sylvie said yes in the premiere um, Mm -hmm. on a call. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, What vibes are you getting on Alberto's exit? Are you, do you think they're going to go with like the death trope, not the death trope? I wish I knew. I wish I knew what was going on behind the scenes with that because I don't. Um, I can't imagine that they're going to kill him off. I feel like Alberto is so beloved and that character is so beloved that I don't see them killing killing off um, him at all. What do you guys think? I hope not. I, hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also feel like they can't do that and they cannot kill off another one of her like love interests. Yeah. That's yeah, that's gone around too. Now, in 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 one of the photos, if you if you pay close attention, it's all of them gathered around like a gurney or a stretcher, and that's a firefighter on the stretcher. Mm-hmm. So everybody is kind of panicking a little bit, thinking like, "Oh God, what if it's Gallo?" But I I don't think it is. I think it's I a know. random firefighter. I hope it is. I can't deal with that. I'm still scarred from the freaking movie theater. I, yeah, I truly like. We cannot do this again. No. <laughs> Well, especially coming off of like, oh, is Mouch alive? Is Mouch not alive? Which like, if you pay any attention to behind the scenes photos, you know the answer to that. But it's like, oh, that's where they left you. Just kidding. We're going to go kill off Gallo now. Like, I'm also curious how they handle the Mouch storyline, because obviously we know he's alive, but I, um, he's not going to be able to be working. Like, right? I don't, I can't imagine that he's- Yeah, like, one of the first photos, we had a listener go, like, watch filming, like, one of the, during the premiere, and, like, Mm -hmm. he's in his turnouts, like, on a call, so, like, my guess is there's a time jump. My guess is there's a time jump, but, like, I don't know. Well, there, I would assume there is a time jump because Severide's back, and it's seen, and with- um... And I think Med's having a time jump, too, if I remember reading correctly, somewhere. I love a time jump. (laughs) Yeah. Although it's going to be really weird to start med and not have Will there. That's going to be weird. It's going to be really weird. I also wonder if fire is going to feel better, different, not better, obviously not better, worse, if anything, if it's going to feel different now that Derek is gone um, behind the scenes. So I'm just curious because it's the first time he won't be there. If right, that's yeah. gonna... Obviously, Andrea, who's taking over as the only showrunner, has been doing it for so long, but yeah. I'm just so curious if like the tone changes at all. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We There's find de- out very soon. Yeah, very soon. There's a definite tone to Derek projects that you don't get elsewhere. So I'm gonna miss it so much. I can't wait for whatever he's doing next. Mm-hmm. Same, 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 same. So okay, so the way we usually do this, it's the same as every other year. We've broken it down into two categories: the one Chicago category and the one Tree Hill category. Uh, the One Tree Hill car- category, just because there's a lot of overlap between the fandoms, the One Chicago fandoms and the One Tree Hill fandoms. And I mean, I think both both categories delivered this year. So, um, yeah, I've said in past years, I feel like the movies have always been like so bad that they're good. But I think this is the first year where I feel like some of these have just been straight up good. I 100% agree. Some of these movies yeah. are really, really good this year. I think that it, there hasn't been new a ton of new producers or a ton of new writers, but whatever they are doing over there is working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there's probably some of my favorite, like, well, for sure, one of them is like probably one of my new favorites. Like, they're just like really, really good. 
Same. And I have a list that I have like on, on variety of the top 25 ranked of the yes. best all time. And I'm not going to lie. It's probably going to be like 26 or 27. Cause I think there are a couple from this year that I need to add to it. There's one already on there. And I think it's might be the one that we're starting with. Yeah, it very well may. <laughs> so we'll start with the one Chicago category. Uh, we'll just jump right in. So the very first one we wrote down is where are you Christmas? And this one had, was it Lindsay Fonseca? Was she the female lead? Yep. Mm-hmm. And Michael Rady. Michael Rady now counts as a Chicago alum. Don't forget that. <laughs> he was Dr. Matt Cooper. He did all sorts of crazy stuff on med, but now he counts, which is really good for us because he's in a ton of these. So yeah. I thought I, this I movie this. was so charming and I loved the half black and white thing. I was nervous. It was going to be really cheesy and it wasn't, it worked for me. I thought it was so cute. Yeah, I thought it worked. Like, when you see the poster and you see, I think it's her that's in, like, black and white, I was like, I don't know. Like, is it all going to be in black and white? Is that, like, I don't know. But I thought it, I thought it worked, too. I really, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Yeah, it was an early, it was an early premiere. And so, yeah, I added that to my list right away because I was like, oh, I, this, it was, it was different. It was unlike any other thing we had seen before, which most of these movies are very similar. So I was really relieved that this was different. But I feel like that was a theme, too, in the movies this year, is that I felt like a lot of them, I was like, oh, well, that's kind of different. That doesn't feel like exactly cookie cutter as some of the ones in previous years. And yeah, I agree. This one definitely felt a little different than I was like, oh, I kind of like this. Like, this is good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a very good premise. And I like how, you know, there was the hope all the time that she could repair the relationship with her family. It wasn't something that was so far gone. So I thought that was really, really good. I enjoyed that a lot. And Michael Rady is always nice to look at. A hundred percent. I just love him. I think he's great. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, totally great. The next one on our list is a twofer. It's a one Chicago twofer. So Mr. Christmas had Jesse Schramm and Patty Murin. A little Chicago med double duty there. I love both of them so much. I will say this movie wasn't my favorite, but they are both so cute that I was like into it anyway. I love Jesse Graham so much as a like as a leading lady. I don't know why Patty Marin has not been a leading lady more on Hallmark, but that's my other that's just a side note. I like their friendship. I thought that was like honestly probably my favorite part. And it was kind of fun to be like, oh, this is definitely different than anything we've seen. Like we don't usually see things in an aquarium. Like that's not normal Hallmark. But yeah, like it wasn't my like absolute favorite, but like I always love Jesse Shram when it comes to Hallmark movies. I think she's just amazing. Um, amen to Patty Murin being a leading lady. I need that. I just need the Hallmark movie where it's Colin and Patty playing the couple. What are we waiting for? We did it a couple of years ago with them in it, but they weren't the couple. And right. they, it wasn't a Christmas movie. It was like a winter movie. Give us a Christmas movie with them as the main couple. What are we doing here? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel like they missed their opportunity when that winter movie happened. It's like you got them both. The schedule's lined up. You got them. Like, but then why didn't you make her the I, I don't understand? No. And now it's gonna be more difficult because they have this beautiful little family. And I'm like, oh, you you really did miss miss their chance, but yep. maybe there's still a chance. Hopefully. Fingers crossed, because those two are just they're so good together. And we need Colin back. He hasn't been on homework in a bit. And I'm I'm sad about it. I will take my Colin Donald however I can get it. <laughs> Just, yeah, the man's too talented. Like, just, I'll take him however I can get him. Yeah. I will say the men of Hallmark overall, while the women have always been good, because I feel like the Hallmark is built on, like, these strong women characters, the men have really been stepping it up, I would say. The last two years, like, a lot of the male actors are much, they're really good actors. The They're, like, the chemistry is really great between the leads. I'm very impressed in, in general. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's one later on down my list that made it just solely for the chemistry. So uh, Mm -hmm. the matchups have been pretty good. I also like how Hallmark is really sticking to this thing this year where like, if like the, the one of the characters has a job, like it's their whole personality. So like this one, she was like the marine biologist, and like that was her thing. Like seals were her expertise. <laughs> and then there was another one um, that came out early on with Ryan Pavey, and I mean I think he's a dreamboat, so I'll watch all of his. But it was Under the Christmas Sky, yeah. and like the girl was like a former astronaut or something, and like that was her thing. But like yeah. they find it and they make it Christmas. I I don't know. It's it's just fun. Yeah. How they find it. I can do. I can go with that. I'd much rather have that than the girl who leaves her big job to be with the guy. You know, I would much rather have like her job be her life because I. Let's be honest, that's a little bit more realistic. I feel like a yeah. Lot well, it's like, and she gets. She's like, no, I'm putting my job first. But like, if we can make it work, then like that's great. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 This was a good one. It, it was kind of middle of the road though. Like 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 you said, not the greatest, but like not terrible, but just kind of middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after that, we've got Holiday Road. This one had Warren Christie. If you're wondering who the hell that is, he was Rice on Chicago Fire like forever and a day ago. It <laughs> like was nine years ago now. Yeah, whatever that was. A million years ago. I hated this movie in the beginning, but I'll be damned if I wasn't like crying at the end. It had a it really came together. And I was like, oh, everyone in this is so annoying. And then I was like, I love every character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the end, I was like, okay, this wasn't bad. But I was reading today, apparently there was like some drama around this movie because there was like a very, apparently a similar situation that happened in real life last year. And some girl was posting about it all on TikTok. And now she's trying to claim that like Hallmark stole, you know, like stole the idea from her TikToks and that like she and the other people should get paid and, you know, like all that like kind of thing. I was reading about that today. I was like, I don't know about that, but love some real life drama to go along with a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Could you imagine yeah. being in a van with ten strangers for eighteen hours who you just met? I couldn't I can't do imagine it. being like, in I... a van for eighteen hours with my best friend. Like, I... no, thank you. No, yeah, I need no. my own time. <laughs> my own. Yeah, like I don't think I like to think that. Like, oh yeah, if I was like so desperate, I would do it. But like, probably not. No. I do love Warren, though. I completely forgot he was on Chicago, to be honest. I forgot that he was in the one Chicago world. When you you said it, it flashed into my mind. And when I looked at our doc, but I love him so much. But I really feel like I love him from these movies because he's been in so many good ones. He's aged pretty nicely. I will say that. That was like the first note I wrote down on this one. I was like, he looks good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Say again. They had great chemistry too. Um, the the lead who she's done a few, she did a few other ones. I best know her from Vampire Diaries, but um, she's also done a few other holiday ones that was re- were really good. Okay, yeah. See, her character kind of irked me in this one. She was very extra. Very I think extra. that that's her as a person <laughs> in general, and not not because I've met her, but I feel like every role she's been in, she's over the top. And I think that that's um, Sarah Canning is her name. I just looked it up. I completely forgot it. But one of my movies we'll mention later, she is in also. So she's been in a few this year. And I felt like they they were okay. By the end, I I, w- I was okay with her. Yeah, it started off as a mess. And that Maya girl with the social media, I kind of wanted to like punch her in the face. But then at right. the end, of course, when they all go to meet her, I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then last up in the one Chicago category, we've got Christmas with a kiss. And this one had Michelle Morgan, who played Dr. Dupre on Chicago Med for about maybe like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honestly, you wrote that in the outline. And I was like, who was like, even seeing that and I'd like, 
went and looked. I was like, oh, she was in last season. I still don't know who that is. And then I like went back and I was like, oh, but like, I still know. I but she was very charming in this movie. Yeah. I thought yeah. she was charming. I thought that the two men were both, tri- I love a love triangle. It was, you know, I love a predictable storyline. It was very predictable, but I thought it was cute. I thought she was, she was really good. See, and I, this, this might, this might be the first Hallmark movie I've seen with a triangle and I didn't really dig it. I was like, no, no, like you're making it complicated. Can we talk about, have you guys watched, and I know this isn't on our list, but I wanted to bring it up. Did you guys watch Never Been Christ? Not yet. I was trying to watch it. I forgot to record it. And then now, of course, like the next time it's airing is like the day after Christmas. So I have not gotten to, but it's on my list. It could be on Peacock, but I'm not sure what the way. It's not. It's not yet. I wasn't paying so it's we had it on, but I didn't pay full attention. So it's Tyler Hines, who is my favorite, uh, my favorite Hallmark man. Um, but the movie is a love triangle and they're two best friends, and he's like low-key leading them both on through like half the movie. And I'm like, I'm not okay with this. I am not okay. I texted him midway through and was like, is there a throuple happening on Hallmark? I'm very confused. <laughs> but it does end, I guess, with him picking what like one yeah. of the yeah. Of course, of course. It's like everyone looks happily ever after, but and it's cute, but it's like, it took a uh, long time to get there. Or too long. So not yeah. your favorite Tyler Hines movie. I don't know. Not my favorite. Okay. Yeah, I could, I, I, we had that one on and I was just kind of like, what? I was like, this is not the Tyler Hines that I like adore. What are we doing? No. What are we doing here? <laughs> oh, yeah, just, it, was, it was messy. And he's had so many great ones that I'm like, my bar is so high for him. You know, isn't <laughs> he in your like favorite one? My all-time favorite, Unexpected Christmas with Bethany Joy Lenz, our One Tree Hill girly. Yeah. 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 What about that article that dropped yesterday? For I don't remember the outlet, but it was all about, like, the three guys from Three Wisemen and a Baby, like. Yeah, from Vulture. Yeah. A great story. Yeah. Paul Campbell, Tyler, and. Um, Andrew. Andrew Walker, yeah. And they were, that was such a good story. I feel, I shared it on my Instagram, too, and people were like, you're sharing a Vulture story and not, it's not a variety story? I was like. I'm going to shout out this amazing story and this journalist who like spent the day with them in Central Park to write this story, which is a dream. A dream. Yeah. <laughs> what percentage of that, of that was out of jealousy, Emily? You can, this is a safe space. Who are you? And how do I, how do I do this? Why did you get to do that? And I didn't. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Christmas with a kiss. It wasn't, it was not my favorite. It moved kind of slow in my opinion, but she was, she was very charming in this movie. Yeah, I'll be honest, good. I didn't get to watch this one yet, and the description does not appeal to me at all. It just seems kind of like the basic Hallmark one, and I was like, eh, I have other things I need to watch before then. I was like, I'll skip that one. I was like, yeah. I have to prioritize. Yeah, definitely not a favorite, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. So I think out of the one Chicago ones, Holiday Road might have been my favorite. Hmm. Okay, Where Are You Christmas was definitely mine. That's what I was going to say. I think I'd pick Where Are You Christmas. But Holiday Road was good. I'd put that over Mystic Christmas for sure. The ending of Holiday Road just got me. Yeah. Where Are You Christmas was good Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. So So then we transition into the One Tree Hill category. Emily, I don't know about you, but this next one, I, this, Brenda, this one's top of your list too, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. this, This next one took number one on my list, like for the year's crop of movies. This is my favorite one so far. A hundred percent same. Yeah. So a Biltmore Christmas. Oh my goodness. So this was Bethany Joy Lenz and Christopher Palaha. They shot it at the actual Biltmore estate in North Carolina. And this is my favorite movie of all of them this year. 
I feel like it's, I have to say this because we're, as we're recording this, it's currently on Hallmark because I looked today when I got home, like it's airing right now. And I looked today when I got home to my parents' house and recorded it so that I could watch it with my parents again. <laughs> they are not a home, they're not Hallmark fans, but I was like, guys, we have to watch this at Billboard. It's so good. They're like, okay. I'm like, trust me. I'd honestly say this is probably one of my favorites of like all the years. We've been doing this now for five years. Like I would put this one like up there as like one of my favorites of like all of the crop that we've watched. Mm -hmm. I would agree. I would say this is going to make my best of all time for Hallmark movies, which is crazy that Bethany's already at that number one spot and might be, you know, joining in that top 10 probably. But as you said, Gina, the chemistry Mm -hmm. off the charts. That for me is what makes this movie. It's insane. I'm not usually a person that likes time travel or magic or any of that, but didn't matter. Didn't matter that the ending didn't make any sense to me. I just wanted them together. (laughs) I was so sad when she came, when she comes back from the future and from the past and she realizes that he still died. Like, I was so sad for her. I didn't see that ending coming. I honestly almost for a second, I was like, are they going to end and not have a happily ever after? I was like, no. But she, one thing that I was a little bit like, what about was that she, uh, wow, I completely just lost my train of thought that when she came back and she saw that he died, I was like, did you think it was going to be different? She was like, I tried to warn him. You didn't try to warn him. You never warned him. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) She never said anything. Yeah. But I can forgive it again, because it was, they, because they're so beautiful and the estate is so beautiful. I was like, this is everything. And the, the time period just made it look, it just made it that much better. Cause like the forties is such like a glamorous period. It just, all of this just lined up and made it perfect. Mm-hmm. Usually so. a, a loud, like over the top best friend or sidekick is really annoying, but I liked that girl too. I thought she was so funny and charming. Yeah. yeah. And even the side plot in the 40s or whatever for yeah it was the 40 30s whatever it was I was like I kind of like this too I was like <laughs> I, I was into that too I was like okay but yeah it all worked it all worked yeah I do have so many questions about that ending though I know Emily you said it makes no sense so does he does he just does he live in hiding now did he like assume an alias and just hope nobody recognizes him like I how does this work also how did he not age yeah and, like, I assume that the reason people think he died is because now he's in the future, but, like, but isn't there the a body? Minute? Like, weren't people going to be like, where's the body? Like, it's so many questions. Again, I don't care, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. But I was like, this makes zero sense. See, I figured he didn't age because he figured out how to, like, reverse engineer was, was the hourglass. Yeah. Right. I figured he, I, I figured that he figured that out. And he would That's just age, age alongside her okay. in the current yeah. time. And so now that it's in the box sideways, it just goes away in that box and no one can tip it because then it messes it up. Is that what's happening? I assume. Okay. So, and I assume, so what, if it were to tip again, say in like 20 years, like what happens then? Who goes back? <laughs> this is why we need a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I thought it was so I thought it was like so so cute and I will give the shout out to uh Wes Brown and what is her name that popped up at the end in the movie oh yeah yeah, that was that was fun and they mentioned their famous movie I think that Hallmark that's something that they're really doing really well is like adding these easter eggs in from past movies and we'll talk about it later there's another one that I like noted I there's so many and I think that's such a smart thing to do 
Yeah. Because it really gives like the fans something to be like, oh. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're, they're starting to like lean into the joke. Like, I, and I love that. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah, that that movie was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. So I just need more of them. Like they could do another like, they could do one next year. Like, just give me more of like that pairing, please. I yeah. have follow up questions. Like, we deserve a sequel. We, we well, not so even beyond many. a sequel. Like, if they just want to do a whole completely different movie, like, just give me Joy and Christopher. Like, I I'm cool with yeah, that. Yeah, they're a good pair. They're a good pairing. That yeah. that's like, you know what? You just gave me an idea for a list. Maybe I will write the best pairings on Hallmark because sometimes it's not the best movies, but the chemistry is so good that they like some of you can stuff- watch the movie over and over again because like they're just so good. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the plot? Don't even know. Don't care. Don't right. Care. And the plot in this one also worked for the most part. Like, I also really yeah. enjoyed the plot, but yes, like, it, it could have just been them like reading the phone book and I would have been like, okay, I'm sold. Yeah. And do it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So then after that, we've got a, a lot. This is actually a lot of people's favorites too um, on their list. So, Round and Round is a Hanukkah movie. I was I'm on so Hallmark excited to hear what you guys have to say with Brian Greenberg. <laughs> Jake Jagelski forever and ever and ever. I love him. And ever. There's a lot happening in this one. There's so much happening. There was so much plot. I don't know why they added so much plot. Because I, again, the same way I could have watched him. I can watch him read the phone book, paint a room, do whatever he wants to do. And I will watch. But the plot was insane to me. It was, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> I, I very much loved the 80s references. I very much loved like the the, the nod to nerd culture that made it like that made it pretty special. Cause like there when she started going through the time loop, like my husband and I both were like, why isn't she protecting the donuts? Why doesn't she like if she knows this is gonna happen again, what is she doing? I, like go through a different part of the train station. Why are yeah. you walking the same path that you know this person's going to run into you? <laughs> yeah. So the the sci-fi element of it kind of made it it made it fun. Yeah. And like yeah. the D&D and like all of that. Yeah. 100%. And the friend, the quirky guy, best friend was really cool and mm-hmm. fun. Um, what did you think about the Hanukkah things of it? I really liked it. I mean, I really enjoyed that the past couple of Hanukkah movies that we've gotten, they all feel very different. And like, I was kind of worried when they first started doing Hanukkah movies that they were all going to kind of feel the same a little bit. And I really appreciated the fact that they all do feel different. I mean, it is still very cliche in a lot of ways, but like, I, I really like this one. I thought it was, I really enjoyed it. It's not mm-hmm. probably my favorite Hanukkah movie they've done. Although I love Brian Greenberg and I wish he would do more holiday movies, but like, I'd still probably pick last year's Hanukkah on Rye over this one, but I still really enjoyed this one. I watched with one of my best friends who's Jewish and we were dying laughing that she was sleeping in Hanukkah pajamas. I was like, yeah. please find me one person who wears Hanukkah pajamas. I would really like to meet them. I'm like, yeah. that's the most unrealistic thing. I, and the fact that just everyone wore blue the whole time. I was like, that's yeah. not, it's not. But it's like, of course, like movie. it's the grandmother who's like meddling, like the booby who's like yes. meddling in the whole thing to try to make mm-hmm. her, you know, like, it's like, of course it is. Like, of course yeah. it is. Like, right. so, there, you know, but like, I enjoyed it. And like yeah. Brian Greenberg, I've been dying for him to do another holiday movie since the one he did on ABC a couple years ago. Yeah, And I'm so like, good. he can just keep going. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And they had good chemistry. I thought they had really good chemistry. Yeah. I really yeah, they it. definitely did. I, I I enjoyed seeing Rick Hoffman in a role outside of suits. Yep, me too. That was great. He was a great Jewish dad. Like he, he was should just... definitely do more of these. Yeah. 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 Very, very likable. 
the only thing like the the ending not not the part where they got together but when you when you get the reveal that it's basically the dreidel and this is like a family thing that the grandma just like decides to send you into a time loop i was like well i'm glad they ended up together but that's like that's manipulative and weird and like risky yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it kind of falls into, I'd say, the more stereotypical idea of, like, a grandma, like, a booby that, like, all they want is, like, for you to end up with a nice Jewish boy and, like, they don't really care. Like, they're going to kind of matchmake you and, like, fit you in. So, like, it kind of, I guess, fits in that stereotype. But, like, yeah, once I saw the end, I was like, I did not see that they all had gotten, like, I didn't expect them all to have gone through the whole thing. (laughs) That, like, her parents and her sister, like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, no one wanted to give her a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. The way the dad is just so casual about it. He's like, oh, so you just got out of the time loop. Meanwhile, this poor girl has been, like, on the brink of madness for the past hour and a half. And he's just like, happened to me, too. Happened to your sister, too. It's fine. It's like, oh. Oh, so we're just not going to acknowledge the psychological trauma that was just inflicted upon her? Okay. And and this and the poor man that had to go through it who has no idea what's happening. Yeah. I didn't I really, really liked that they were like that he was very straightforward. Like, I know you think you know me, but this is new to me. Like I liked that because I kept being like, Well, how is he gonna feel about this? What are they doing? Like a 50 first dates thing where they're reminding him in a video every morning. Like I don't what's happening and then i was glad that it was like oh no 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 he also was like what's happening yeah 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 but the poor guy didn't even consent to the time loop like and he's just stuck in it did not ask to be part of that no 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 still good though still good so then after that we've got a cowboy christmas romance we're gonna jump over to lifetime for a second because there's a couple special things about this movie so cowboy christmas romance stars Jana kramer Written by Grey's Anatomy, Sarah Drew. Grey's Anatomy, Everwood, all the other stuff she's been in. She's been in a ton of stuff. The first ever Christmas movie sex scene. Air we quotes. should say sex. Oh, I love that we Air- did the same thing. Yeah. Sex scene. Sex scene. That was a make out, right? Was I, was that, they just made out. There wasn't a sex scene. Yeah. I think if you had told me that, like, if they hadn't, like, PR'd it so much is like this is the one first one with the sex scene I would have not really even paid attention been like oh okay fine but like they just did so hard they're like this is the first sex scene and I was like I have a little insight on that so I think when Jana Kramer mentioned it on her podcast she did not realize that it was going to get the amount of pickup and things that it did and shout out to iHeart for pushing this out the way they do with podcasts is like when they're like, oh, here's the highlights of this. And she talks about it. And she had Sarah on to talk about it, which is very smart on her end and on Sarah's end to promote it this way. I'm very curious to see the ratings because I feel like it's probably Lifetime's most watched Christmas movie of all time. Um, but once because once I saw that, I was like, wait, they're doing a sex scene. And then I reached out to Lifetime and was like, I need to get a comment. And then like got the exclusive comment. And then like it blew up everywhere. So I feel like it was also like Jana Kramer got very like I don't know if they told her to talk about it or what, but good for her and also like good for them because it really ended up paying off in that long run. But it was more just like they were waking up together. So it was assumed that they had sex. Like it wasn't like we saw a sex scene. Right. I was gonna say I think we've seen more of a sex scene on Chicago Fire than we actually did. One hundred percent. Multiple times. But yeah. yeah. I just think they like it was like so overhyped. I was like, oh, this is going to be like more. And then they did it. And I like once they start the make out, I was like, oh, OK, this is like where it's going. And then they like stop. And I was like, OK. Yeah, but that it, it's really the most awkward 
sex scene I've ever seen because he throws her onto a hay bale and she doesn't want to do it there, understandably. So he gets a table. I was like, is that supposed to be more comfortable? Well, my favorite thing is like, so they're in the house, right? And like, they're in the house. And like, I guess because his daughter and his mom are like, also there that they're like, okay, well, we can't do it in the house. So like, let me take you to the barn. Like, let me let's go do it there. Not like the car, like literally anywhere else probably could have been better than the barn. Yeah, I was like in pain at the hay. I was like, how could nothing seems worse. So (laughs) and then the wake up of her like in her bra which like and the kid running out I was like oh scandalous you know like I get it it is scandalous for like a Christmas movie so good for them also that Jana Kramer was pregnant at the time is just hilarious to me oh I didn't even know that yes she was pregnant at the time of film so like she was like she had said in her podcast that she was like joking about it the next morning like this is what happens when you have sex in a lifetime movie because she was already pregnant (laughs) that's funny I didn't realize the timeline mashed up but yeah that's funny yeah, no, that is funny. That is funny. Uh, a note I made watching this movie, her hair was flawless the entire time. I don't usually point that out, but in this movie, she had the perfect blowout every moment of this movie. Yeah, she must be using the the Dyson Airwrap. I'm like, <laughs> something going on there that just looked so good. I mean, I she looked really absolutely beautiful. I think that like so people say they look better when you're pregnant. I was like something or the glow about her was excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now knowing that she was pregnant, I'm like, well, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I will say the acting in this one, if you compare this to the one she did last year with Mario Lopez, a million times better. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> a million. Yeah. The Jana and Mario pairing just did not it, work. Not at all. Like yeah. there's zero negative amount of chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. That yeah. one was cringe. This one was like an actual movie that I could like yeah. watch. And it didn't like, oh. feel like a Christmas movie. But yeah. it, otherwise, I was it like, was like, oh, this could have aired literally any time of the year. They just said she went home for the holidays. Like, that's literally all they did was like, yeah. oh, she's home for the holidays. Okay, and there were, cool. like candles around the house that made it festive. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. But literally nothing. nothing else is Christmassy. Yeah. But I we like all- that. I like that they made a little, t- changed it a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. We also need to touch on the daddy issues in this one because, like, this made round and round look like <laughs> nothing. Oh, yeah that that was bad i i ended that movie and i was like i can't forgive him no Mm -mm. there was a lot of problematic things i think in that movie i think some of the storyline was a little like well and the brother too and i was like i would have wanted to come home either no (laughs) for 10 years like no thank you no yeah it was a little wild i i was like oh this is why i stick to hallmark not that there's anything wrong with lifetime because i do enjoy some of their movies but i was like "Mm, this is not it for me yeah, this is kind of questionable. And then, like, she kept his farm and she was like, you know, it's mine, but I'm going to, like, lease it back to you. This is, like, my pity move so that I can stay yeah. with you. We can have our happy ending. It didn't give me, like, butterflies at the end at all. No. No. It was interesting, though. Yeah, I mean, I like Jana. I like seeing her every year in a different, you know, she's kind of, like, a staple, too, even though she's more lifetime. But, like, Yeah. Better, yeah, way no, better than last year, but not my favorite Jana one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know she has done some. She has done a lot of good ones. Like I do like seeing her in these. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So after those two, we move into our own honorable mentions because you know we watch pretty much all of them. So yeah. we, we have our favorites that did not contain actors from either one. Um, but yeah, we picked out a few of those. Emily, we'll let you start off. Go ahead. 
Okay. So first I'm going to do coupled up for Christmas, which I truly did not know about. I hadn't seen on any list, nothing. And then I saw it on Marcus Rosner's Instagram because I follow him and he had posted it. It's with Sarah Canning, the lead from Holiday Road. Um, basically very predictable, but also like really, really cute and silly and different. His ex, like they're both trying to make their exes jealous by dating, but it like spirals out of control. And it's like, and they talk about how in a rom-com, if this was happening, they would fall in love. Like they very much lean into it all. So I can always appreciate that. Um, my second one is Magic and Mistletoe, which features Paul Campbell, who we talked about earlier, um, and a leading woman who I'm forgetting her name, but I think this was her first Hallmark movie and they had really good chemistry and he plays like a, disc- a ang- kind of like an angry author, but who writes Christmas books, but is also- Lindy Greenwood. Lindy Greenwood, yes. Um, And amazing chemistry and a very, very sweet ending. So I also have a soft spot for Paul Campbell. Who doesn't? I mean, that man, I love him so much. Um, Last but not least- Christmas Island simply because of Andrew Walker. But I I really like her too, Rachel. I don't know how to pronounce Rachel Scarston. I think she's so cute. And she's one of the ones who like her and Trevor Donovan's movie from 10 years ago, Marry Me at Christmas, is one of my all-time favorites. The the storyline is so silly, but they have such good <laughs> chemistry. It's one of those that I'm like, I'll watch it over and over again. I think maybe it's her that she's like has chemistry with everyone because her and Andrew also have amazing chemistry. I feel like Andrew's one and, of those people too. Like Andrew just has like amazing yes. chemistry with everyone. A hundred percent. Well, he, and so this was something they brought up in the Vulture interview was that like, they're kind of getting away from like necessarily having a happy ending at the end of all these, which not that this one didn't because it did. And that's not a spoiler because it's Hallmark. So it did, Mm -hmm. but basically they like, they don't live in the same city and they're like, she has her dream job and she's not giving it up. So basically they're like, we don't know how this is going to work. It might work. And let's just try it. And I give that so much, I give them so much credit for doing that. Like, it doesn't need to be like, we're moving together. We've known each other for a week. We're We're getting married. We're getting (laughs) proposing at the end after we've known each other for two days. Okay, great. When they say I love you in Christmas movies, I cringe harder than anything in the world. Because I'm like, you don't even know this person's middle name. Like, let's be honest. Right, unless it's like a childhood, you know, former love, you know, whatever. Those, okay, fine. But like, like most of the time it's not. If you met three days ago, no, you don't love them. You don't know them. (laughs) So, but I will say, yeah, this is just a really, really cute one and a little different than what we've seen before. They get deserted on an island that's oddly called Christmas Island. Um, and just really, it's really, really charming. I watched that one. That's another one where they were like, this is her thing. And like the whole movie, it's like, she's a pilot. Don't forget. She's a pilot. It's pilot uniform on the whole time, the whole time. I'm like, the the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Did she not have any other clothes? <laughs> no. Um, but I thought it was cute. I again, Andrew was just so charming to me. Yeah, Andrew Walker in an ugly Christmas sweater does not suck. No, never, 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 never. So, and I feel like there may have been. I was trying to think. Oh no, it's in. It's a different one. Okay. Um. All right, we can go on to someone else's because I, I, you, I love all the ones you guys picked too. So I'm excited. Go ahead, Brenna. All right, so I have two. Uh, I have Xmas, which was Amazon Prime freebie. I don't know specifically what the, you know, whatever the <laughs> distinction is. Um, but, and it's Leighton Meester and Robbie Amell. Um, I mean, it's very cliche. Like, it's very, like, kind of stereotypical, like, holiday rom-com. 
but I just love Robbie Amell, even though his character is kind of a little bit of an asshole in the beginning. But um, I just I thought this was really cute. I really enjoyed watching it. I thought it, I thought it was very cute. I liked it was a little more realistic. I felt like like that they they like slept together halfway through. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is an adult rom com in a good <laughs> way. Like it didn't seem like oh they were exes who were actually in a serious relationship for a long time and they're adults, so that happens sometimes. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, no, I, I just, and I thought they had good chemistry. Like, it wasn't like, oh my God, they have the most amazing chemistry, but like, I thought it wasn't bad. Like, I really enjoyed them. Um, I just, I just really like Robbie Amell and like have forever. And so I was like, Same. I'm sold. Okay. Same. So, um, and then the next one I have was A Merry Scottish Christmas, which was oh. the Scott Wolf, Lacey Chabert one, which is another one that was like very different from so like different. stereotypical Hallmark movies but I really enjoyed it I really I actually kind of like the fact that it was more like brother sister like that was the focus rather than like straight up the romance stuff like I actually really enjoyed that aspect of that movie I thought there were some lines where if you walked in the room you would think they were the romance and it made me a little uncomfortable like <laughs> the way they would cut to them looking at each other I was like brother sister do not look at each other like that <laughs> yeah yeah. And I cried at the end. Like the ending was so good. <laughs> I cried. Yeah. So. And I like the fact that obviously it's a nod to like Party of Five, even though that was a little before, like I haven't seen mm-hmm. it a little before my time. And like even the bar was called like Salinger's. And I was like, okay, like I, I really appreciated that touch to it. Um, yeah, there were a couple Easter eggs in there. And I will say there was another Easter egg, which again, something Hallmark's doing better is that that Will Kemp cameo. Yeah. Um, and her going up and trying to like waltz with him and being yes. like, I don't know how to do this. I was like, yes, yes, yes. This is so adorable. And like such a great way to like honor the fans who are really dedicated to this. <laughs> Love this. Yeah. I thought I did notice that too. I thought that was great. I just, like I said, I really enjoyed it. It was kind of like a Princess Diaries-ish thing for adults. Like, I don't know. Like I thought I really enjoyed it, but make it like brother, sister, not only child. Like mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I really enjoyed that one. I got to try it again. We started it. I got five minutes in and I was like, this is kind of terrible, but I might've just been in a bad mood that night. I don't know. I got to try it again. I will say it took me twice because I w- okay. I wasn't like, I didn't hate it, but I was bored. And then mm-hmm. the second time I watched it, I really liked it. So I was like, oh, I must not have been paying attention. Now I've, now I've watched it a few times. <laughs> Every time I thought, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll watch this again. <laughs> Yeah, it's not my favorite of the ones I've watched, but, like, I did really end up enjoying it. Um, I think you'll probably enjoy it more. Like, I feel like if you watch Party of Five, then I feel like you'll just really appreciate the fact that, like, those two are sharing the screen again. And, like, I honestly understand, like, the significance of that. Like, it doesn't mean as much to me, but, like, I feel like if you were, like, a diehard Party of Five fan, just, like, seeing them together would probably be, like, enough. Yeah, and they say a quote at the end that's a party of five line again also before, a little bit before my time but I've like yeah. I know it enough to be like right. oh, that's and I, once they said Salinger's I was like okay like I got that yeah. like you know yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder can if we that's see- worth tracking down party of five I know right it's pro- probably somewhere streaming I would hope I always wanted to go watch it after they did like the reboot on freeform but like oh, yeah. I just haven't gotten around to it but people say it's good you know I feel like I'd like it if I could find it but the yeah. internet I mean, says it's on the CW like- app Oh, which is great. And the CW app is the only one you can sign up for without, you don't have to sign up. You can just watch everything for free and you don't have to log in or anything. Yeah. You just sit through the commercials. They, yeah. yeah, exactly. If you're okay with commercials, which I mean, yeah, if that's the only place to watch something, I'll do yeah. it. It's not the worst option. Yeah. No. 
No. Brian, a party of five is officially one year older than you. That's yes, kind of funny. <laughs> it was literally existed before I was alive. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Nev Campbell's take off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people got their start there. So yeah. that's good. Um, yeah, I've got a couple on my list. Charlie and I were really good about watching pretty much like one a night. So we saw so many of these. Um, but the first one on my list, I've got Christmas in Notting Hill, just because this movie screams like right up Gina's alley. So the uh, basically what happens is the main woman, she goes over to England to see her sister for Christmas and she falls in love with a soccer player. I mean, <laughs> Come I had on. to. I this had to. Dream. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much, pretty much. Um, you know, the 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 main character, her name was Georgia. She was kind of a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. Like mm-hmm. she wasn't very nice, but you know, it was sweet, it was cute. And then she was like, she he was trying to keep his identity from her for the longest time. So, like at one point they're in a park and a bus drives by with his picture on it. So he like turns her around and then like People are saying things to him because he got injured, and they're just like, She's like, Who are you? And he's like, Nothing, nobody, nothing to see here wasn't the best but like it's a movie with a soccer player how could I not right yeah you know what's funny is I I didn't like this one I thought it was I I had a hard time with this even though I do love him because I loved him in the Royals um but so many of my friends loved it like I have a Hallmark group chat that like a ton of people that we all watch Hallmark movies and just talk about them in this group chat and they all of them are like oh this is one of my favorites of the year I was like did I miss something so maybe I was in a bad mood and I need to try again (laughs) that great wasn't that great and then like she lost her mind when she was it the bracelet or the necklace like she lost her mind right and like yeah it just it was it wasn't very likable no she was such a bitch (laughs) she really was i was like she really sucks she does not deserve him but like okay i'm here it's fine yeah and I love the foreign ones, the ones that are abroad, because then you get to see these like European cities and they're all charming and cute at Christmas time. So I watched a handful of those this year of the, the ones that took place abroad that were just so sweet. So that was a good one. Solid like C of a grade on that one. It was okay. fine. So then after that, I've got sealed with a list. This was a sleeper one for me where I was like, I, like the previews were on and I was like, this looks like it's going to suck, like whatever. And then we just happened to watch it and it actually was really good. Same exact thing. The previews did not give it justice. The preview looked so bad and it was so cute. It was so cute. And those two actors had insane chemistry. A hundred percent. I always liked her. I think she was in the Carrie Diaries and she was really cute in that. And I was like, oh, they have, and it was a little bit different. I was like, I love a, I love a list of, you know, of what are they called? I don't, can't think of the word. Things you want to do before that year ends. I love that. I think that's a nice, a nice throw in. Yeah. And it was good that like they, you know, they, they were kind of pushing each other and like giving each other company at the same time. I enjoyed that one a lot. I didn't expect to like that. And I did a lot. That was a good one. Um, And then last on my list, I've got Christmas on Cherry Lane. I mean, I wasn't not going to watch this one, right? Because you put Jonathan Bennett and Vincent Rodriguez, A, they're in the same movie, B, they're playing a couple. Like, yeah, I'm there. And John Brotherton, too. John John Brotherton. Brotherton. Yes, yes. And this ended up, it was so different, but so, like, wholesome Mm-hmm. and so sweet at the end and we were so captivated by trying to piece the timeline together the whole time so like every single scene we were like okay look at that car look at that sign what does that say we were playing like super sleuths the whole time it was really good 
I think I need to give that another shot because same thing. I started watching it because I was like this cast. I mean, I have to. And I didn't really hate it, but I couldn't really get into it. And so maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I feel like I would give it another shot, though, because usually I'll watch anything that most of those guys do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good. And it comes together so nicely. Oh, good. It was very, very sweet at the end. I really enjoyed that that one. That was really, really good. It's a strong group of movies this year. It yeah. really is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I'm trying to think of like some other ones we watched. Okay. Um, I didn't put it on my list, but Haul Out the Holly 2. It's not the movie I would pick for a sequel. Like, I'm really surprised it got a sequel, but I didn't Same. hate it. I think they'll give Lacey whatever she wants. As she wants to. Yeah. As they said, like understandably so. Um, so maybe that's why. But I was like, do we need a sequel to this? Emily, do you think they should if it like if the movie's good enough, do you think they should keep doing sequels? Or would you rather them like each year do just like a whole different movie? I would rather this whole different movie. And if the movie's that good, I would say use those two people again and yeah. just do a separate movie. Like I would love to see another movie with Tyler Hines and Bethany Joy Lenz. Like people, if it's like that good of a movie where it's like a sequel wouldn't really make sense. The reason I don't love Hallmark sequels is because they, a Hallmark movie for me really works when the couple meets each other in the movie or reunites in the movie. Whereas in a sequel, they're already together at the beginning. And it's like, I just, that's just not as fun to me. I mean, there's been a few movies that they have that where the couple that's like together that has a little issues and that they work through it. But I just don't think that's as, as strong as a movie. So I'd rather just have the two people. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fair. And I feel like that's the appeal of the Hallmark movies is that like they end on a happily ever after. And like, while I love a good like sequel, normally I like, I, that's not why I like Hallmark movies. Like I'd rather, like you said, I'd rather just like give me the same actors and then like put them in a completely different situation. Because mm-hmm. you already know the chemistry is there. So like, even if the story's not that great, they'll probably make a movie work. 100%. And I think there's so many people who have worked so well together mm-hmm. and that have where they, I mean, I guess we see like the Wedding Veil movies that are success year round. So maybe I honestly didn't even really know that was a thing until today. I was like looking at Lacey Chabert and I was like, when was the first Hallmark movie she was in? And then I was like, what the heck is all these Wedding Veil movies? I was like, I have no idea. I know. It's so funny because. I read, I think it was actually Vulture. They've clearly been doing a lot of Hallmark coverage too. Um, that they talked about the what they had asked, I think, with the executive of like the wedding veil movies. Have you ever thought of making those into like doing a wedding veil Christmas? Where it's like adding a taking a movie that was a different season and making it into like undoing another one with a Christmas. And it's like that's a good idea to make it Christmas and like make those right. year round because then it's like you are getting the fans of like the Hallmark universe. Hallmark Christmas Universe, the HCU. Right. And doing it that way. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't know the Wedding Veil movies were a thing. And then I was like, oh, there's like seven of them. Okay. There's so many. There's so many. How many vows can one character make? <laughs> I don't think it's- Isn't it? It's like a group of friends, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like four women, right? Yeah, it's like Lacey Chabert, Allison Sweeney- somebody else somebody else somebody else. like I don't know I just was like I was trying to figure out when Lacey Chabert started with Hallmark and then I ended up in a deep dive and I was like oh okay I mean it's it's just so funny because certain 
I mean, like, it's funny that certain pairings just work so well, then you never see them together again. And I'm like, yeah, mm. like, I feel like, like everyone has their favorites. Well, and I feel like at some point, like, yeah, I get maybe the next year the schedules don't line up. But you're telling me that, like, at some point, since they've been on the, you know, working for Hallmark, you can't make the schedules line up at some point. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, like, I get it can't be an every year thing, but like, come on now. Yeah. And they film a lot of those movies within the same couple of months and a lot of them do only really do only hallmark movies in, right which is great um and so i think that it's like a little bit silly to think that they wouldn't be available <laughs> like maybe not every year but some years i was just glad they were able to make it work like they had the foresight to do it like so uh, you know ahead of the strikes that like they could like make it we still got a full year of Mm-hmm. Christmas movies which was really needed and like very nice it was because there's nothing else new I mean we don't have any other new content to watch until one Chicago I mean that's the first you know first broadcast shows to come back hallelujah for that hard work but <laughs> I you know it's it's been it's been tough there's not much to watch yeah right right I'm so glad that they got these in before the strikes because that would have sucked to not have our regular shows really and rough. not have movies yeah yeah i mean i look forward to christmas movies just as much as i do to my tv shows that i watch weekly so i'm very very happy yeah. i mean the bill a bill more christmas they filmed in january last year like yeah they filmed it like super early oh, it was the first one they filmed it's yeah. insane usually they do most of them in the spring but um i will say the one of the ones that was on my list um that i said that it was on paramount plus the couple dubbed for christmas was one of the first i've seen in a while that was definitely actually filmed in winter because all I was so happy. All the women, like their noses were red out in all the outside scenes. And I was like, this is so realistic. <laughs> like, I love this. And they're like actually they, cold. This is yeah, amazing. Their breath, they were like actually bundled. I was like, these poor people are frozen, but it's so much better because it's so real. <laughs> yeah. I would be so annoyed if I had to dress in long sleeves and pretend it was cold out if it was like ATX level temperatures outside. I'd be I miserable. Refuse. I refuse. Like, give me a give me a raise if I'm doing that. <laughs> Hell yeah. 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 Like that takes skill. I couldn't do that. I'd be complaining the whole time. <laughs> but I mean, I think of the people that film in Chicago, it's the opposite. I guess that's, you know, what do you prefer being yeah. frozen all the time or being sweat, being hot for a couple of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a trade-off. So, so that's about all we've got for today. Uh, we were super pumped for this episode. Emily, thank you so much for coming back. Yay. Thank you guys so much for having me. I wish we could talk. I mean, we could talk about Hallmark movies all year round. So <laughs> I'm always so happy to be here. And hopefully we'll be talking about One Chicago very soon, back live on our TV. Yeah. Very yeah, soon. Pretty soon. So Hallmark's got a whole crop of like January movies too that are coming out. I saw a commercial for those and I was like, tell me more. There's a golf one that looks really cute. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I saw I that. I can go. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll have like spring movies to talk about in Austin. Would love that. That would be great. So um Emily, we all know the answer to this, but tell us where we can find you on social media. Of course, at Emily Longretta on all platforms. And then of course you can check out variety.com for all my stories. Emily does the Lord's work with the one Chicago franchise. It's true. Yeah, she was out here breaking all these exits, which like we didn't like, but like still. I know. I know. Yeah, it's we been- forgive you for the time you broke the Tracy news during Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah. Like the emotion that we all felt during that. Oh my God, I know. I'll never and be we, over it. We know you had no control over that. We were just giving you crap. But, yeah, we were all just like so sad. And then we were like, really? Like, it's like, but Dancing with the Stars too. Like the one solace we've had all fall. And it's like the saddest. Oh my gosh, I know. Wild, but so well done, I will say. This was a good season. 
Yeah. Awesome. Really good season. So uh, yeah, you guys know where to find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, TikTok. It's meet us at Molly's everywhere. Send us emails, meet us at Molly's at gmail.com. Um, this is the last time you're going to hear from us in 2023 because we are taking the next two weeks off, which is crazy. So well-deserved. Good for you guys. Thank you. Um, the rewatch has been, it's been good, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it's not quite the same. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So uh, yeah, if we will, we'll talk to some of you online for sure, but happy holidays, happy new year, all that good stuff. And the next time you're going to hear from us is probably our wish list episode. If we don't have stuff happening sooner. So mm-hmm. Exciting. Um, Emily, again, thank you so much for joining us. This is such a fun one. And yeah, everybody have a great holiday and we'll see you next year. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Bye. Merry Christmas.